Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast. This is 1062A. The A always are the latest medical news and what it means to you, the bees. And we have a wonderful guest coming up talking about anxiety and how to use it for your benefit. That's the topic for our guest segment. So you'll want to turn in on that. That's downloading 1062B. 1062A, as usual, we are brought to you by bovine colostrum and true biotics, two things you'll both want to have your doctor consider for you. True biotics, yes, it's a great mixture of probiotics and bovine colostrum. It does antagonize the adverse effects of aspirin and other non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs in your intestine, making it more likely you not have leaky gut and you not have any problems from bleeding or other causes when you take non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. That's bovine colostrum, and the Life's First is the brand that sponsors us, and True Biotics is the probiotic that is the sponsor. The stories today, how much coffee should you have to reduce risk of dying from a stroke or heart attack? And is it decaf as well as regular? Women, how your job can affect your heart health and what jobs are best. I saw this in my wife when she gave up one set of responsibilities to go fully on another And is that a good thing, and which job change makes a difference? And more evidence ties gum disease, that's disease of the gums of your mouth, or teeth, and heart disease, and what other diseases? And breakthrough infections, less likely to lead to long COVID or more? That's the top article on covid We try and stay away from COVID, but I couldn't resist this one. And is pandemic stress causing a rise in eating disorders like bulimia? And what about weight? What category of high school students actually didn't gain weight during the pandemic? Is it 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds, 15-year-olds, 12-year-olds? We'll give you that answer as well as some new data out of Harvard and San Diego, UC San Diego, on the protein that keeps your memory sharp and where you can get it and how you can get it. And sports-related concussions are up threefold in high school girls over the last decade. What sports are the leading ones that send their girls to the emergency rooms for concussions. Those are the stories in this week's You. That's right, You, the Owner's Manual, and what it does. So 
trying to have coffee? Yeah, it's three cups a day of caffeinated coffee without sugar, without cream, cut the risk of heart disease and stroke by about 10% for each cup you have. So three cups, about a 30% reduction in um, heart attacks or strokes. Um, and it didn't matter whether you, what race you were, it didn't matter how much money you earned. This was a, a large study um, that was uh, data from uh, the what we call the United Kingdom Biobank study, 468,000 people who drank or didn't drink coffee. Um, and by the way, this is a standard cup of eight ounces, three cups, 30% reduction, pretty darn good. And I will take a sip of my coffee right now to celebrate. This is the Roizen rule for a younger you. And what is that? It is, in fact, number 20, enjoy coffee if you're a fast metabolizer and don't put any additives in it. It's also the longevity is the next disruptor story of the week. That is, coffee is likely to keep you younger if you enjoy it and it enjoys you. Getting healthy after a heart attack, we mentioned this last week, but I want to emphasize it again. 3,200 people, 65% after the heart attack hadn't got their cholesterol levels to the optimum. 40% had still had high blood pressure. 79% were overweight or obese, and 45% didn't even get 30 minutes of exercise five days a week. You, there's a free program. It is cardiac rehab after a heart attack. Every insurance company pays for it, Medicare, Medicaid, and every one of them pays for it. It's mandated, actually, and they save money if you get healthier. You save money. No more co-pays. You don't have to quit your job. You don't have to be an invalid. You can get back to being active, but you should do that cardiac rehab. Okay, gum disease and heart disease. In an average follow-up of just over six years, in this study of 1,600 people, average age of 62, in Sweden, people with gum disease were 49% more likely to die of any cause in those six years. And to have a non-fatal heart attack or stroke or develop severe heart failure. All it takes is flossing, two minutes in the morning. Floss, floss, floss. Only 16% of American men floss. It's manly to floss. You're saving your teeth. You'll look better. You'll be able to eat better. And better yet, you'll still be alive and be able to be productive. You won't be disabled. In the biobank study, and we, we have a lot of data on what job choices mean, and in the what were called the Whitehall studies of the 1970s and early 80s from Great Britain, it was found that jobs with decision latitude gave you the longest life. That is, if you could be a teacher or a uh, taxi driver or someone who actually had choice in their job, a manager, you actually were one that lived 
very long. On the other hand, if you had to, were a factory line worker or a bus driver who didn't have any decision power, those were jobs that had shorter lifespan. Well, this study was again from the biobank in the United Kingdom, 22 different occupations. Teachers, counselors, and real estate brokers were the ones who had best cardiovascular health. The ones with worse were sedentary jobs, stress, and the burden of supervising others. So my wife and I both gave up the burden of supervising others as we gave up our department chairs or division chairs. Um, and what happened? Yeah, it's easier to live. You don't have that stress of supervising others, and that makes a big difference. Sedentary jobs, uh, that's why I have my treadmill desk, so that my sedentary job is turned into a non-sedentary one. Um, so for women, teaching, counselors, and real estate brokers had the longest, the shortest, nursing, home health aides, support work, administrative support workers, supervisor of sales workers, accounting clerks, and bookkeepers. We now know that uh, you're about one in 5,000 chance of having a breakthrough infection as opposed to about uh, a 2% chance of having an infection, even if you wear masks, etc., and are exposed to the Delta variant if you're unvaccinated. So much less chance. And if you're vaccinated, a 50% chance of having a, that is a 50% lower chance of having long COVID. That is symptoms six months later. That is um, a much lower chance of getting it and a much lower chance of having persistent symptoms if you get vaccinated. No reason not to get vaccinated um, if you're healthy enough to get vaccinated. Pandemic stress, yes, it's causing increases in all mental illnesses. Um, and eating disorders is one of those. It's doubled the number of eating disorder consults that a large number of the eating disorders, that is the eating disorder specialty society has reported. Get help. If you're finding you have um, a problem with bulimia or anorexia or binge eating, get help. There are healthy professionals who can help you manage this. About six years ago, we first reported that scientists at Harvard and UC San Diego had found that when you exercise, you release, you turn on genes that make a new protein, irisin, I-R-I-S-I-N, that crosses the blood-brain barrier and stimulates brain-derived neurotrophic growth factor in mice. It was thought this might be how muscle activity, that is physical activity, stimulates your brain to get bigger, to get more protected against dementia. So when you look at the top four things to prevent the brain from dementia, managing stress, eating the right foods in the right proportions, physical activity, and speed of processing games. 
And um, what is, so maybe if you can find this, if arisen really has an effect in humans as well as animals, then maybe it is a key to preventing dementia. And maybe we could give that as a drug. Well, what this study was was in humans, and they found that this hormone is released from human muscle when you exercise, does cross the blood-brain barrier, and guess what? In patients with dementia, they don't have it in the brain when they die. In patients who don't have dementia and die, that hormone, that arisen, is in the brain. So more new study on arisen, and maybe we'll get it as a drug so that even couch potatoes can improve their brain this way. Cutting sugar and packaged food. If you did this via the companies doing it, you would keep millions of Americans from illness. That is a high sugar level. And where does sugar come from? The sugary food and beverages are the ones with the most. We've done some sugar reduction efforts with, if you will, taxing sugared beverages, etc. But the best is getting the companies to voluntarily comply with lower sugar levels and you to watch your sugar content of everything by reading labels. Keep those um, added sugars to under 4 grams per hour that you consume. And that's the way to do it. How much does it save? Well, it saves over, in the course of the people alive today, it would save over $118 billion. That's relatively small to what I really believe it would save um, if the companies just did it. Eating breakfast lowers your risk of death. Yeah, it was about, a, this is amazing, it is over the period, um, this is the study, and, and they think it's due to um, the fiber, but this is uh, due, this is a study from, I think it is China, where they looked at breakfast eating, and what happens at breakfast in China, as in the United States, you actually get more fiber as uh, breakfast is one of the meals you get the most fiber in. And so many of us are short of it. Well, they found out it was a, um, the overall mortality was reduced about 31% um, in the 12 years of follow-up in those who ate breakfast compared to those who didn't. And the correlation was, in fact, strongest for those who got 25 grams or more fiber um, during their day. The next story is sports-related concussions in high school girls. 9,000 were reported in 2000, 31,000 in 2019 in this segregation of U.S. emergency departments um, that keep track of it in a small area. A tripling in this period of time. What sports were associated with it? 20% of the visits were for soccer, 18% for basketball, cheerleading, 10%. You can see they fall during practice, etc. 
softball, 10%, volleyball. And by the way, I watched a softball game amongst a bunch of girls, and they all now wear um, these kind of uh, masks like a catcher does uh, to protect their face and, and head. It's a wonderful thing. Um, so that's a good thing. And volleyball, 6.5%. I didn't see the one mentioned that I think has the highest rate, which is synchronized swimming, where there apparently are a lot of kicks from one participant to another while they're practicing kicks in the head, while they're practicing their synchronized swimming routines. Um, in any case, um, that is a tripling. That's scary. If it's just reporting, less scary, but it still is an awful scary thing. Obesity in children has been rising. What group didn't? Um, it was the 16 to 17-year-olds had half the weight gain that is normal. They still had a weight gain. All the other ages from 5 to 15 had an increased weight gain compared to the non-pandemic years. We're getting an awful lot of um, overweight kids, um, if you will, in 36% uh, of 5 to 11-year-olds are considered overweight and obese. Now it's up to 45.7%. The average 5-year-old has gained uh, 5 pounds. If they weighed 40 pounds before the pandemic, um, they, that's a, a more than a 10% increase. Um, this is significant. And those are the key stories this week. Just to review, if you like coffee and it likes you, make sure it's free of, of sugar and other additives. And then enjoy those three cups. In fact, you can enjoy up to six cups based on other stories. If you don't like, um, you even get a benefit from some decaf. And maybe green tea. Women, go to jobs where you get to make the decisions and you're not sedentary. Men and women, floss your teeth for Pete's sakes. It now looks better, but it decreases your risk of heart disease, stroke, cancer, and dementia because the bacteria in your mouth cause a systemic inflammatory disease. Breakthrough infections, much less likely if you've been vaccinated. That's the only time yet that are breakthrough. That is, it's, it's one in 5,000, the incidence, um, compared to 2%. Um, and only half as many develop or still have symptoms six months, six weeks later. Pandemic stress, if you're stressed and get depressed or get an eating disorder, get help. Exercise, maybe, will get arisen as a therapy. Um, and sports-related concussions, tell your daughter to be careful. I would say practice tennis and get good at tennis and badminton. This has been You, the Owner's Manual Podcast, 1062A. I hope you enjoyed it. The A's are always the latest medical news, what it means to you. And not only enjoy it, take it to heart. We did a session in the reboot on how to fall. Well, guess what? One of the 60 attendees 
practice that, at least one practice it, because he took a bad fall, falling off a hiking cliff of 10 feet. But he rolled, just as we had taught, no injury. That's about as good as it gets for a doc to be able to help a patient. Another patient called and said, you know, you told me to take vacations because we got to take care of ourselves. I took mine first time in 25 years. Thank you very much. Those are the kind of stories I like to give you on You, the Owner's Manual, 1062A. But remember, the B is a great guest. We're going to talk about how to use anxiety in your favor. Thanks again for listening.